Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm your host, Sean, and along with my fellow American, Rodney, we cover what's good, what's bad, what doesn't make sense, and what we can't get enough of. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. My goodness, we got two guys, three crowns, no sleep, no sleep, one baby, sleep deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleep depri- sleep deprivation. You remember what sleep used to be like, don't you, Sean? The struggle is real. <laughs> all those, all those folk tales. Yeah, I mean, at least it's just not around midsummer right now, because then my body clock would be completely off. Oh. I mean, it is completely off, but it would be like double completely off. It would like be off plus like in a different time zone off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and especially lately with the uh, the thunderstorms that we have rolling through with actual thunder. Right. Oh, it's like so relaxing. Yeah. And it's just like every time I hear the big I'm like, ah. Now, are you guys like on some type of a, have you gotten into a schedule? Is 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 Dylan getting a rhythm on or is he just, he's still kind of free flying. He's dancing to the beat of his own drum right now. We'll get used to that. He's going to be dancing and bringing his own drum and doing all kinds of stuff for the next couple of years. Uh huh. So yeah, still trying to get acclimated. Still trying to figure out how to burp a baby properly. Hmm. And get a real college belch out of him. <laughs> hey, sometimes <laughs> That's it's either right. one end or the other, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, holy smoke, where did that come from? <laughs> uh, uh, it yeah. was it was amazing. Uh, it was amazing to to see and uh, to meet him there. He is quite the cute little character. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And he was so well behaved at yes. that point. Yes. That was a, a nice little surprise. He twitched a couple times there, but uh, you know, otherwise he was. Yeah, exactly. Gets that from his mom twitching in his sleep. Like, what? What just oh, happened? No. Yeah. And then you're on the opposite end of that spectrum. I saw you and Adrian. Yeah. Out at the old Bolaget. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> That's right, because uh, 21 back home is like 20 over here. Right, but so you can drink at 18, right? You can drink at 18. Okay. <clears throat> but you're allowed to drink at 18, and then you're allowed to, to go to Sustainable it when you're 20. Okay. So when you're, <clears throat> when you're 18, do your parents have to buy it for you in the bar, or can you buy like a beer from a bartender kind of a thing or a drink? No, you can actually go to bars you know, when, you're, when you're 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in order to buy it from the store yourself, you have to be 20. Exactly. In order to pay... Half price. <laughs> in order to get things for half the price, sustainable it. You got to wait two years. Seriously. No, it's it's crazy. He was actually, uh, and then and then when he got carded. Oh, I bet he was so happy. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. Just, he was like waiting for it. <laughs> it's like he's been practicing pulling his ID out of his pocket. Like yeah. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. yeah. <laughs> but he uh, no no it was good. It was good. He was home. He had been gone, let's see, the first 10 days of his military military adventure. So he was uh-huh, gone 10 that's days. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time that he had been home. He missed his birthday, or we missed his birthday. He was gone during his birthday. 
So we celebrated his birthday on Friday. And then there was a lot of sleep and a lot of visiting friends. So he was like playing right. catch up with, with everybody. And it's, uh, we asked him how it was. One of the things that I was asking him was his mobile phone, you know, how that okay. whole thing, because they're not allowed to have their mobile phones on them. Oh, sure. You're right. And they teach them, they unplug and, you know, get, get off of Bluetooth and they're not allowed to take pictures and, you know, all the stuff oh, yeah. that you would think. Since Security it's like military. issues. Right. But, you know, going through, I had asked him, how is it? And he was like, oh, well, he said it, it was kind of tough because of snap. I, okay. You know, I snap like every six months or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's like his, you know, the mode of, of communication. And I guess what he said is, I guess snaps fall off, like as new snaps come in. Yeah. And old snaps. Right. Yeah. So if he doesn't check his Snapchat. He was like missing and stuff. And it never so happened. It's a whole, right. It's a whole new, no, no, you know, you didn't messenger. <laughs> but he's doing great. And he, uh, no, he, he, he's, he's kind of loving it. The cool. hard part right now is that we haven't heard from him since he left on Sunday. Okay. So they've been out like, uh, camping. Training. Yeah. Training like in the field, in the field. <laughs> so learning how to put up tents and. Okay. Know, Doing all kinds of stuff, which is, a, this has been tough. This sounds like way more like Boy Scouts than it does the military. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Boy Scouts, but, you know, with, <laughs> I saw a picture that they had put up, except for like with. Live ammunition? Well, with arms and stuff, <laughs> you know, it's like with rifles laying around next to the, the whole thing. But it was. Uh, well, yeah, I mean. You know, he seems to be. Yeah, like pardon? Boy Scouts, you get a couple bottle rockets, stick them in something and then aim them at each other. There you go. Pretty much. (laughs) No, but he's doing good. He seems to be enjoying himself and we're just waiting for the next update. Awesome. I was like tempted like to to write to somebody or message somebody say, look, I haven't heard from my son in like six days. (laughs) Be that parent. Yeah. Could you put somebody on the phone, please? I'd like to talk to (laughs) whoever, prime minister. Yeah. I need to speak to the general right now. To somebody. Because I, I, I really need to get like some kind of a message from my son to know that everything is going okay. Where's the joint chiefs, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's just like normal army, military, like infantry kind of training kind of stuff. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. So he's up in Kung Zengen, which is a little north of the city. Uh, so he's only, I think he t- he caught the train back. I think he took the train and the bus, and it took like two hours. Oh, so he's like just down the street. Well, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you figure it takes me one hour to get to the city. (laughs) (laughs) But he, and it's the same, the Pendletog. It's the same one that goes from Nina's. Yeah, the same line. So he could pretty much sleep the whole way there. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) But we are getting used to, uh, well, I mean, you don't get used to not having them around, but yeah, we're definitely on the other end of the spectrum for where you guys are. Oh yeah, but he still kicks in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's six foot seven, but he kicks in his sleep. He just reaches more stuff when he kicks. Yeah, got to be careful. Put a hole in the wall that way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he is, and he is on the couch since mom is here and moved into his room. Mm. so do tell what are the plans (laughs) is it just like an extended walk-in closet at this point yeah well now that mom you know i'm like having to move mom around the room taking measurements for the hot tub and stuff and (laughs) uh, 
No, but she's doing good. I mean, she's been here for two weeks now. So she, uh, it's nice to, nice to have her around. It's that distance, you know, it's like being all the way over here in Sweden and having her back home. And uh, yeah, I think that that's one of those tough things that I think a lot of, a lot of expats, you know, feel, especially living over, there's no quick way to get home. It's like my yeah. mom calls me in a panic because, you know, the pre-programmed radio stations on her thing. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite as close as I used to be. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. Now you're going to be getting a visit sometime soon. Yep. Next week. Mm. So we do the tag team and not this family swaps out and my family swaps in. Okay. So you start like the meal rotation all over again. It's like, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good that my sister will be here too with her boyfriend. So the three of them, with my mom can kind of go around and discover the city for themselves. And I can kind of do it, just give them a list and be like, okay, walking tour of Gamlistan. Yeah. It's free. Just go do it. Yeah. Here's the, the duck, map. Do the duck probably do the Vasa, of course, photographiska, all that, you know, right. all that stuff. So, and we now still have, have Skansen, Skansen cards so they can go there and see the animals and right. all that good stuff too. The Bjorns. <laughs> yes, the Bjorns. <laughs> the Bjorns. Very important. Yeah. Now, is this the first time that your mom has been here visiting, or has she been to Sweden? Yes, or so this will be the first time she's come to visit us since we moved to Europe. Wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. we've been back there. Right. But, but you, how long have you guys been, like, out, out of the States? It's like three, <clears throat> three yeah, years? Yeah, about right? three years. It'll be two years in October in Stockholm and then plus one more year having been in London. So yeah, three years. It'll be. Wow. Okay. So now she, has she done traveling? I mean, she's been to Europe. She's been to Europe when she was a kid, but okay, that was a, a bit of time ago. Let's, we'll put it that way. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. And she did um, when her parents brought like their whole family over here, when they were kids, they did like the typical uh, Portugal. They did um, Paris mm. and Germany. I know they went on the Autobahn and all that kind of stuff. So, okay, I think uh, she said she hasn't been to Sweden or any of the Nordic countries. So, it'll be mm. interesting to see what she thinks. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of testing Sears Thrumming, you should bust that out on the first night that they're here. You'd be like, "Hey, I got this little Swedish treat. We're gonna, we're gonna go ahead. We eat this every other night." Now, the funny thing is, my grandparents would always love to do like when we would go visit them, whatever. They would do like quote unquote cocktail time. Ooh. So my grandmother would make a gimlet, which mm-hmm. was about fix it in a rocks glass, put like yeah. two ice cubes in there, right? Fill it ninety nine percent of the way with beef eater gin. Okay. And then open a bottle of Rose's lime juice and kind of just waft the vapors over top of the gin. <laughs> and then there you go. That's your drink. Right. Yeah. So then we would do that and then the family would have like little snacks, hors d'oeuvres kind of thing before dinner and all that stuff. Okay. So they would always, not always, but some of the time have um, like pickled herring. Oh. Like in the... Like how they would have anchovies or sardines in the sure. States. 
kind of something sure. in a tin kind of thing with a little sauce and all that. So when all I right. came over here and saw the herring, I was like, oh, I know what that is. But yeah, Sir Stroming, yeah. that's another level. You should put them in the kitchen with the can opener and be like, you guys go ahead and get started. I'll be right back. I'm not going to leave them in the house with it. What are you, crazy? <laughs> like, here, go outside, go down to the water, and then and then tell me what you think. Yeah. Just the first person you run into down there, have them just help you open the can up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. Get them some maps. Get them some some places to be. Yeah. Get that going on. Now, yeah. have you put in like a wish list? Oh, we've already made a huge delivery to my sister's apartment in New York. Okay. So it's all sorts of random, random things like guitar strings and deodorant and old <laughs> bay seasoning. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how the, how the trips, like the longer that you're here and you like do these runs, it becomes a lot more practical, <laughs> you know, because like in the beginning I was bringing all kinds of food items, yeah. you know, with like expiration date was like a month later, you know, and now you go back and it's like, okay, I got to get a four pack of Neosporin, um, you know, <laughs> but they have Neosporin here. It's just not Neosporin brand, but I've, yeah. I'm pretty sure we found some. I don't know. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably on that non-existent Bootleg. spam shelf. <laughs> well, that's like a uh, dryer sheets too, right? They don't exist right. in this country. Exactly. <laughs> no, but Neosporin, I think I see, I, I saw a, a post that, uh, that somebody had brought up Neosporin and I don't think that anybody identified anything on there but maybe anyway we, maybe we still have it from london then or something yeah we always we always stock because i know we have some kind of it's either a swedish a british or a brazilian brand of antiseptic cream because mm-hmm. it's definitely not neosporin but it's the same thing so okay it's from some country who knows okay what does it taste like <laughs> <laughs> that's fruity the, the big taste <laughs> the big taste test i was at work yesterday went to the restroom came back out and the guy that was that was <clears throat> working across from me was like all concentrating on his screen, and I was like, "Hey, you know that Alco gel that we have inside there, the the hand sanitizer?" I was like, "Man, that that stuff tastes horrible." <laughs> <laughs> he just all of a sudden he just like looks up at me. And I was like, yeah, "Just kidding, just kidding." <laughs> and it and it stings. It stings going down. <laughs> Chase it with a little lime though, and you're just fine. There we go. There we go. <laughs> So the rest of the summer, how is that looking for uh, for you guys? You got visitors and then... Visitors and then at some point it's September and then we might... We have one of our good friends from Miami who's going to try and come out here for a couple of days. So that'll be cool. nice to see them. And then I got to be putting stuff in boxes already. Oh, oh that's right. I'm moving house. That is right. <sighs> oh, my goodness. So sleep deprivation and a house move. And a house move. That sounds like a sentence. That sounds like a prison sentence. It'd be like, okay, Sean. I, I was going to say, I'm like, well, it is a sentence. It's words put together. But yes, yeah, a prison <laughs> sentence. <laughs> anytime, oh, yeah. any, any, anytime there's a move involved. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to have to get a moving company. So listeners, shout out if there's any cheap but good movers in the Stockholm area, they're literally just going to go down the street. 
hit me up. Hit us up on there the Instagram, go. please. Yes, give give Sean a DM Sean. <laughs> Sean so that'll a, be the first of November. We take possession of the place. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the fun week of trying to move everything in, out and then in, and then I you have to get the professional cleaners to come and clean the apartment after, and that's right, all that good stuff. But hey, I'm learning all about the sweet Swedish mortgage loan system. Okay, that sounds. So, Exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so strange, like the way they do everything. I mean, for them, it's perfectly normal. But from an American perspective, it's so bizarre. Like you get approved for the mortgage and then they're like, okay, so we'll send you paperwork and you'll pick your rate, your interest rate. And I'm like, what? What are you talking Mm -hmm. about? And then they ask the next question they ask you is, okay, how many pieces would you like your loan broken into? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, we typically recommend, you know, breaking it into four pieces because it's it's a little bit more manageable, and then you can put a, an interest rate on each amount. And I'll, and I'm just like, wow, why would I do that? We're talking percentages. I mean, there's a whole yeah. bunch of different ways you can play with the numbers and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, just give me the thing that's going to be mentally the easiest to understand and the cheapest option there. Well, see, I, I'm surprised, like with the four, I mean, with four pieces, if they yeah, ask me, they're like, break hey, the Rodney, mortgage uh, into four pieces, and then you can choose an interest rate that's locked in for different, some different amounts of time. Right. And then like the length determines like whether it's high, a little higher or a little lower. And then you can kind of choose to pay down different parts of your loan that are in the different interest rates. And it's all kinds of, I'm just like, man, and you let the people choose this, the yeah, customers. like a that sounds like a video game, but I would, <laughs> if they asked me, if they, if, if somebody asked me, they're like, Hey Rodney, um, break up your mortgage. Uh, how many pieces would you like? I would be like 14,531 pieces. <laughs> I'd like zero pieces, try, please. And then work out like a percentage rate for the, for the first one. I'd like the well, first Yeah, I'm used to like pieces. American banks. You have to like beg for the mortgage in the first place to be approved. And then they're like, okay, we'll decide how much you're going to pay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, choose a, choose I know. A, choose an interest I'm rate. I'm talking to the bank on the phone and I'm like, wait a minute. Why? What? I don't I'm like, I don't guy, understand. you have to stop for a second. <laughs> I don't understand the concept of why I would want to do this in the first place. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Let me back up. So he was trying to explain the whole thing. I'm like, I more or less understand what you're telling me, but I still don't right. understand why I would do it. <laughs> it's good that all of this stuff happened before Dylan came. Yeah. Because if you were sitting trying to like negotiate and figure all this stuff out now, like lack of sleep and on top of it, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, just, well, we got lucky with the bidding process of the whole thing because it was, I guess, because it was a little bit before the summer break, it was quite slow. And I, apparently right. it's like relatively well, slow for Sweden, slow for Stockholm, but like, a normal pace of like buying and selling homes for the rest of the world. Right. So it wasn't like we're reading all these articles online of how to buy a house in Sweden. And it's like, Oh, it's going to turn into a bidding war. Everything's done by text message, which is still true. Yeah. But we were able to avoid like a crazy, crazy bidding war. But it was interesting. You go to like these open houses. Right. There's like not really such a thing as a private showing so much. You yeah. go to these open houses and, you know, everyone takes their shoes off before they go in. Very Swedish, right? right? 
but you can tell walking into a place that you have no chance because there's like 50 pairs of shoes outside the door. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I don't think so on this one. There, yeah. There's always going to be so with this many people, there's always going to be someone with more money than you, more budget. Yeah. No, we, we went and took a look at a couple places and that's the exact same feeling that, you know, that we had. I, I looked yeah. at all the shoes outside and I was like, sure, I'm not, you can take my shoes off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there is kind of uh, the good side is, or the good part of of those house showings is you could potentially leave with a really nice pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the, yeah, completely. That's the, that's the thing, you know, because, uh, once the kids are like, I need new shoes. I'm like, okay, time to schedule a a little house showing. (laughs) But make sure we schedule it in Ostermom and we can get some really nice pairs. Nice and... shoes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go to the nice places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hmm. it was so funny because so we had managed to buy our place. And then like a week later, two weeks later, something like that, we saw a unit having an open house in the building we're in right now. Right. And of course, now that we're like professionals. Yeah. And we know what we're doing. We're like, oh, let's go snoop on these people upstairs and see what their apartment's like and right. compare it to the one we just got and check yeah. out the prices. So we were like no, being all nosy and like, mm-hmm, interesting fixtures you've chosen over here. Oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the seasoned professional. Yeah. And then, of course, the estate agent comes over and like, oh, would you like to place your, your names on the list so you can be included in the uh, the bidding? And we're like, nope, see you later. they were like hey don't you guys live downstairs (laughs) (laughs) well yeah one guy was leaving at the same time as us and he went to the ground floor and we went to like the middle of the building we're like all right see ya (laughs) that that sounds like a that 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 sounds kind of like a a a swedish thing too you can't stand in the elevator with somebody but as soon as they open up their house like for a showing You'd be like all in their business. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Hmm. See how many wooden wooden uh, butter spoons they have in their drawer. Yeah. It is amazing, amazing though, because you figure, what, 90% of the homes here are furnished by Ikea, right? Right. With some other, obviously, some other more expensive, you know, if they have like a really nice chair or whatever, or bed, whatever. Maybe it's Mio, you know. Ooh, Right. But mostly it's Ikea, but they're able to make their houses look so much nicer than the States. Like the Ikea stuff here, everything's the same, but in Sweden, somehow it looks better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, it, I still get blown away. I mean, I I think some, a lot of their stuff is, is pretty nice. Yeah. Again, it depends on, you know, how you put it together. (laughs) Well, yeah. If you put it together upside down or inside out. backwards and yeah yeah but the, the swedes are real good at like pairing everything together too like they'll be super minimalist in their house and then they have like that weird shaped copper metallic thing and you're like ooh, that's cool yeah and we like, got two of those <laughs> that holds candles probably yeah. upside down <laughs> be like man this thing is busted it, it, the, the candles you can't put them in but upside down yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just incredible. I'm like, if you tried to do the same thing in the U.S., it would look like total crap. 
<laughs> be, like, be like, did you guys like look at the cover of the IKEA catalog or did you just go in skip to the pages and start buying stuff without actually having any plan of action? Exactly. Well, I mean, then again, I mean, if the only training you have with IKEA furniture is college. Oh yeah. You know? And then it's like, oh, you know, it worked in college and then you get a house and it's like, okay, we're just going to do the same thing. We'll just spread it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And something about that light colored faux pine wood here. It's just everywhere. Right. So they know how to, they know how to use it. <laughs> when I was there, we picked up a, uh, a plastic, you know, can I call it plastic? Is it like a nice, nicer way to call it like a, a plant? What like plastique? A plastique or silk <laughs> silkishness, like a s- smooth. Oh, okay, like a yeah, like a silk flower. Like a, it's like what? a. Is it like a hard plastic or is it like a fabric? Uh, it it's kind of. I would say it's more fabricy. Okay, I mean, it looks mm-hmm. from over here. It looks pretty good. But anyway, we we got that. We had a palm tree. <laughs> You we did the your eyes. It looks pretty real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's right. It's right next to the upside down candle holder thing that I have <laughs> hanging on the wall. <clears throat> but we, we got the plant. We had gotten a real palm. I mean, I think we've tried that twice. Oh yeah. You know, and the last one hung in there until there was just like one little frond <laughs> you oh, know, coming, no. coming, coming out. So now we went, we went all in with like the silk okay. you know, thing, but it was, it, it makes such a difference. Yeah. It makes this huge difference. I mean, we, we try, and I have a, another one over here, but this one, I got a, a plant on my, my desk area, but this thing, yeah. As long as you don't look too close at it. <laughs> you know, it well, typically kind of a, the dead giveaway is if you like squeeze the stems because the plastic, there's always that little like line of the plastic on either side from the mold. That's right. Or if a leaf falls out and you have like the, the receptacle end of a branch. Yes. Like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll just put it back on. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Here, I can stick my toothpicks in here. And, uh... What? It's an evergreen fern. Haven't you heard of those? <laughs> right. Be like, no, don't turn the light on. Don't turn the light on. As long as it's dark in that corner, it looks, it's very realistic. Yeah. Don't ask too many questions. Just appreciate it for what it is. There we go. I think I need to change out the pine air freshener next to it, though. It's, <laughs> it's, it's losing that fresh plant smell. <clears throat> so I had a little thing on the way home. Let's see. When was that? That was, it must have been yesterday. One of my little, I'm only going to bring this up quickly, but it is a pet peeve that that kind of throws me for a curve on my way home from work. Okay. It's this whole thing with, <clears throat> with people getting on to like the subway train. Oh, let's go. Here okay. we go. And well, I mean, it's, I got to central and, you know, I'm doing pretty good. And then at central and I have to change switch trains. I'm right. ready for the pendle train. So I get, you know, on the, like one side of the door, there's one guy standing on one side before the train comes and the, you know, the doors open up and everybody yeah. goes on. And there's like the little black squares for the pendle tug that say, exactly. please wait here. And everyone stands right. directly on the square. Yeah. So I'm, but I, you know, I move off and it's me and there's two people in front of me. There's nobody else around. Okay. There's nobody else around, you know, that area. It's just me and the two people in front of me. All right. Then this guy walks up and he kind of gets behind me ish. 
you know, he doesn't like get behind me. Like he, he does it like, it's not a line, but he's kind of positioning himself, even though he was technically the fourth person there. Right. Somehow I became the fourth person getting on the train. Oh yeah. And I saw him, you know, and it, it becomes like that, that kind of a, you know, where the, the like this, you know, I take a, like a little half a step forward and, you know, <laughs> oh, the ultimate and, microaggressions. And, yeah, and angle myself, you know, and then he kind of takes, you know, he looks the other way, but takes a step closer to the door, you know, and then I like, I hang my backpack off of my one shoulder just to try and block him a little bit more in case he makes that move. And somewhere in the whole mix, he's in front of me on the train. Yeah. Ridiculous. And he I probably gets I, off at like Sudra, Stockholm Sudra station, but he still wants yeah, he to like get a one, seat just to sit down stop. for those 60 seconds of train ride. I had one of those actually the same way on my commute home, because now I have to take the Pendletog two to Orstaberry because all this Metro is all screwed up and at least till the end of the week. So same exact kind of situation, but it was like more busy my area. So I, you know, go around behind people and I'm waiting like it's a queue, you know? And it's like a couple people, queuing that way and it's also a couple yep. people deep like into the hallway area if that makes right. sense yeah and then we're like you know there's the big sign that says wait on the side and wait for everybody to get off the, get train, off the train before right. you go on yeah and so this woman this girl who was like had no business being anywhere near the first person on somehow sneaks her way up in front of everyone and she goes into the train before, yeah. like, even 25% of the people come off. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What planet are you from? Like, yeah. you're, I'm sorry, you're so important. I thought it was the Queen's name day today, but clearly right. it's yours. Please, go right. ahead before everybody. <laughs> right. But it's funny. I mean, because, I mean, that, that it happens, it happens almost every time. Yeah. I mean, there's always somebody that's going to do some type of a little, I mean, especially the worst part is when the lines are clearly formed on both sides of the door. And then right before they open, somebody walks up and stands right in front. Oh, oh. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's like you want to grab their backpack and then be like, get out of here. Yeah. It's Go like to opening the back. Up a, it's like opening up my backpack, you know, going, okay, I know that there's a, there's a, there's got to be a kind of whip ass. I know I'm not all out of whip ass. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some whip ass in my backpack. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, take that experience. Now put right. everyone in their own automobile. Yeah. Amp up the aggression to about a thousand and two, mm-hmm. and then you have traffic in Miami. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then add okay. sidewalks, and then add cars going down the sidewalks when it's like everyone trying to leave the beach after an event. Okay. That's... I will now stop. I will on that. <laughs> and on that note, I will stop complaining. <laughs> but still, it's like, who are these people? Yeah. Like, that's when you want, like, the instant karma, like, poof. Right, like, as they're like, getting on right the train, there. like, their pants just split wide open. Like, just ah, boom. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah. Which could actually potentially make the situation much worse. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> because now I'm getting cut in line by a pantsless dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. As you all know, we love it so much that you guys continue to listen in. Thanks so much. And check us out next time right here 
on Two Guys, Three Crowns.